Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about the power in embracing uncertainty and how to cultivate a sound mind. So if you didn't catch it, make sure you do. This week, we are going to talk about expectations and how they are destroying the foundation of our relationships. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today. I want to talk about expectations and how it's destroying the foundation of our relationships, whether it be with our partner or with our children, because expectations are on the rise for sure. So before we dive into that, though, I just want to apologize for any background noise. If you end up hearing it, I wanted to get this episode recorded and we got some kiddos at home. So my apologies in advance, but let's talk about expectations. And I want to start first off, you know, in my own marriage, it was one of those things that I desired so much to become one in my marriage. And I really started thinking about what it takes to become one, you know, one in purpose, one um, mind, you know, coming together in the direction we're taking our family. And I have come to the conclusion that it really takes two things, and that is intentional communication and collaboration and consciously deciding the type of relationship I'm wanting to build. And if any of those two things speak to you and you're wanting to understand more about how to do that, I would encourage you to sign up for my next relationship communication boost, which will be happening in August. So please take the time, gain this information, and really see how it can transform your life and relationships. So becoming one, again, is about intentional communication and collaboration and really navigating your life from the place of what your end result is, the life you're wanting to create, the relationship you're wanting to create, the marriage you're wanting to create, the parenting you're wanting to create. It is being aware of that end result and making the determination, are you, is what you're thinking, is what you're doing, is, you know, the action that you're taking, is it getting you closer to that end result or further away? And as you have this awareness, that is how you start seeing change in your relationships. So expectations, I am going to just share, (laughs) expectations destroy your ability to become one in your marriage as a team. 
It just does. Because expectations is all about the way someone is showing up, what they're saying, what they're doing, how they're acting. And it's not meeting that perceived mark that causes us to be frustrated or upset or angry, right? I've seen it rear its ugly head in my own life and in my relationship with my husband, and it has not served me or my relationships. And I've started to really realize that when I start having the, you know, he could have, or he should have, or I should have, or my children should have, whenever I have those should thoughts, I start realizing it's the cover word for expectations. And sometimes they're invisible to us. And sometimes we are fully aware of the expectations that we have. And so the awareness around our expectations is huge. Having this perceived mark of the way someone else should be doing something is causing ourself pain and misery. And and here's the truth. Here's the truth. You've heard me say this before, you know, and I'm going to say it again because repetition is our friend. But the truth of the matter is, is expectations are just resentments waiting to happen. And I want to get clear on why. Why are expectations resentments waiting to happen? And the answer is, when we have expectations, we are measuring what someone else is doing or not doing based on our lens, our perspective of the world. And it is that lens and that perspective that is causing our misery, that is causing the contention in our homes. And if you have a desire to change the misery, to change the contention, then release expectations. And you're going to hear me say it and exchange them for appreciations. That is the antidote. It is the antidote to many things. Gratitude is the antidote. But when we have these expectations or we have this expectation that was missed and then we're feeling sad about it and then angry about it, when we exchange for the things of appreciation of what is happening, what is going on, what people are doing, it starts softening our heart, which is a huge place to navigate our lives from. One of the big components that make us stuck and unhappy in our marriages is this false reality that we create through our measuring, through our scorekeeping, through the mentality of having a 50-50 relationship. And if 50-50 is really what you want, that will never be a team measurement because in order to work as a team, it's going in a hundred percent and your partner in a hundred percent. And it is a hundred percent, hundred percent that when the ball's dropped, that you're willing to pick it up and continue to score the goal, right? It's not criticizing because the ball was dropped. That's not going to serve anyone or do any good. It's about continuing with the ball, wherever the goal is to get the job done. And that's showing up in a hundred percent, hundred percent relationship. And that's how we become one. So if you are stuck in measuring scorekeeping and living that 50, 50 relationship of, well, you know, it's not fair that I'm doing more cleaning, or it's not fair that I'm doing more cooking, or it's not fair that I'm doing more providing for our family. That is being, that is stuck in measuring 
anytime we're putting uh, an amount of time, effort, energy on someone else, that is us stuck in expectations and measuring who's doing more. And that is not showing up 100%. And 100% showing up is to give. It's not giving with the expectation of getting something in return. Now, let me just share here. I teach my kids this all the time, that what we give is what we get. So as I say, it's not about measuring what we're getting in turn. In turn, It absolutely is not. But what I'm going to share with you right now is just laws of the universe. As you are giving and giving without expectation, naturally, you are going to start to receive more and be blessed more. It is just the way this world works. So stop the measuring. Stop the discomfort that it brings, the misery it brings, the anger, the resentments, the disempowering thoughts of, well, without my spouse and children changing the way they're doing things, I can't be happy. Because now we've just taken our ownership of our happiness and handed it over to somebody else. And we need to own our happiness. And the way we do this is releasing our expectations that we sometimes white knuckle and give without expectation. And I, again, I'm going to just reiterate, as we do this, you are going to see shifts in your relationships. I promise I've seen it in my own. I've seen it with my children. I've seen it with my husband. It is possible, but it takes the time to really live and wanting to becoming one in your relationships to live from a place of giving endlessly through love, not expectation and not with the, what am I going to get? Your world will change when you can really master that skill set. So gratitude is going to be your friend as you are going through this experience of releasing expectations. Be specific with your gratitude. Be specific with what you're exchanging an expectation in for an appreciation. Because when you're specific, your brain will recognize and it will feel better and your brain wants to feel good. It is your brain that keeps you stuck. And we got to do the brain work, the thought work to really start creating different neuro pathways until we can rewire the way in which we're showing up and navigating our life. And it is huge. So call to action this week is determine how often you're saying should have, I should have, he should have, children should have, and how often that is resulting in measuring scorekeeping, you know, that 50-50 relationship and exchange it for appreciation. And really think this is the additional, if you, if you feel like, you know, you have the awareness of where you're showing up with measuring, great. If you don't, I just want you to focus on that for the next, the next week. But If you have that awareness and you see it and you recognize it and you have awareness, I want you to take it a step further. And I want you to ask yourself, how does this serve my relationship? How is this expectation, this thought, this belief, how is it serving your relationship? Is it getting you closer to your goal or further away? And bring it into the light 
and really examine it. And that is how you can start releasing some of these expectations by really determining the value it's bringing you in your life and in your level of happiness and joy and peace. That is when life becomes empowering. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.